Hi, my name is Tina, or at least that's what my adopted parents named me. And that's pretty much the only nice thing they've ever given me. When I was a baby, my parents adopted me from an orphanage in New York City. I don't remember anything from back then, but they told me the place was horrible. It was filthy! You better be grateful we rescued you from there. I never really believed her. How could it be any filthier than their own house? It was practically a pigsty. The carpet always had a horrible damp smell, and the floorboards and walls were all stained. They already had one child, my younger brother Stephen, but he was super dumb. They knew I was smart, so they probably thought I was a good investment. You can do our son's homework since he's busy all the time. The little darling. Look, Mom, Dad, I can snort marbles out of my nose. Well done, Stephen. We're so proud of you. Tina, those math exercises aren't going to work themselves out. I rolled my eyes as I walked away. Did I have to get adopted by the dumbest family in New York? I ended up doing all of his homework all the time. But of course, he was never grateful. Instead, he chased me around with scissors and threatened to cut my hair. Come on, Tina. I just want to give you a haircut. I was smarter than all three of them put together, but they hated the thought it would kill them to admit it. When I was 10, my dad owned a sports memorabilia store and he was too cheap to hire a real accountant, so he made me work there as one. It's the least you can do after all we've done for you. Fine, but let me tell you, your dumb store is not making any money. You're probably doing it wrong. Aren't you supposed to be smart and good at this stuff? Go over the books again. Well, I wasn't surprised when he lost his shop three months later. Meanwhile at home, my mom would make me stay upstairs whenever she had company over, which was all the time. She liked to make her friends think she was really smart, even though she was an idiot. Go to your room and don't you dare come down. God only knows what complicated and weird thing you'll end up talking about. They'll think I'm a freak like you. Don't embarrass me. I decided to have some fun one day while her friends were over. I set up a trivia board game I knew my mom would lose, and I told her friends I'd play on their team. We won by 25 points. It was epic. We didn't know Tina was so smart. My mom was so embarrassed. She flipped the table over and told everyone to leave. How dare you make me look stupid in front of my friends? Maybe if you ever read a book, you'd know a thing or two. Maybe if you weren't so ugly, you'd have friends other than books. <laughs> I make myself laugh. Good, because no one else thinks you're funny. And I skipped out of the room before her flying shoe could catch me. One day, while mom and dad were at work, Stephen decided to spray paint the living room wall. What are you doing? Mom and dad are going to kill you. No, Tina. They're going to kill you. He hid the can of spray paint in my room where I couldn't find it. When my parents got home, they freaked out. Tina, what did you do? Clean this up right now. It wasn't me. It was Stephen. But they wouldn't listen to a word I said. Just then, Stephen walked into the room holding empty cans of spray paint. Look what I found in Tina's room. That was it. I was doomed. One more stunt like this and we're taking you right back to that orphanage. At least it looks better than it did before. This house is disgusting anyway. I spent the next five hours scrubbing paint off the wall. Even after that, I couldn't get it all off. I missed dinner and my parents made me go to bed hungry. It wasn't much of a loss really. My family just had gross canned junk for dinner anyway. They didn't have enough money to buy good food apparently, but they could somehow afford a gigantic flat screen TV for their filthy living room. My dad loved that TV and sat in front of it all day after work, watching baseball. Steven loved baseball too, so dad signed him up for the Little League team. But equipment wasn't cheap, so dad gave all of my measly allowance to Steven to buy a baseball bat. That's not fair! That's my money! No, it's my money that I gave to you, and I can take it back! My mother agreed with him. Maybe Steven will grow up to be a famous baseball player. At least he'll be doing something good for this family, unlike you, Tina.
Steven's not even good at baseball. He strikes out whenever he gets up to bat. I'm better than he is, and I've only played once. It was true. Steven was horrible at sports. But my parents didn't care. Somehow, it was still my fault. Maybe if you were there to cheer him on, he hit the ball more often. I wish you had never adopted me. I wish I could go back. I stormed off to my room. I knew I had to get out of here, but I didn't have any money or anywhere to go. My friends at school all came from rich families in the city. I never told anyone I was adopted because it would be so embarrassing. One day at lunch, the girls were just boasting away as usual. My parents are taking me to Paris this Saturday for breakfast. We just got back from Hong Kong last week. It was so exotic. I decided to chime in. My parents let me get extra pepperoni on my pizza last night. That was a lie. They actually said pepperoni was too expensive and I wasn't allowed to get it. Actually, we never ordered pizza either. The girls all looked at me like I had three heads. It's okay, Tina. We all know your family is dirt poor. Pepperoni is all they can afford. I was mortified. I ran out of the cafeteria in tears as the girls laughed at me. I stopped next to a bulletin board and noticed a help wanted sign. Angelo's Pizza was hiring delivery drivers. I was only 14 and I couldn't drive. But Angelo didn't need to know that. I lied in my application saying I was 17 years old and had a driver's license. He hired me and placed an Angelo's Pizza hat on my head. Guess it was time to teach myself how to drive. Driving wasn't easy. I knocked over so many trash cans and street cones at first. I didn't have anyone to teach me, and watching YouTube videos only helped so much. I couldn't tell my parents because they'd want the car for themselves. They only had one car, and mom was only allowed to use it if she asked dad's permission. Once I taught myself the basics, it was time to start delivering pizzas. It was actually pretty fun. I got to play my music and smell fresh pizza all day long. I told my parents I'd be studying at a friend's house after school. They didn't care where I was, as long as it was out of their faces. Do we have to feed you? Can't you just have lunch and dinner there? Sure, mom. Her parents' dinner are even worse than yours, but I'll eat there. Nothing made me happier than missing meals at home and eating pizza instead. Angelo was always good about feeding his employees. I delivered pizza all over the city. Sometimes I'd even deliver to those mean girls from school. They'd laugh at me in my uniform. Little did they know, I had stolen a few bites of their pizzas, especially the ones with extra pepperoni. Sometimes I'd spit on them too. I saved up enough money and planned on buying myself a car. I was going to start my own delivery service. I hid the money under a loose floorboard in my room. I couldn't let my parents find it, or they'd probably spend it on another big TV. Then, disaster struck. I arrived at a house, got out of my car, and walked up to the door. I rang the bell and my dad answered the door. Tina, what are you doing here? He was at a friend's house watching the game and they had ordered pizza. I should have recognized the address, but I was just so busy that I hadn't noticed. Since when do you have a job? You better not be hiding money from us. You know we need it. That night, my parents ripped my room to pieces. They knocked over every piece of furniture and tore open every drawer. I found it! Stephen pulled my box of money out from under the floorboard. Stop! Put that back! How dare you hide this from us, Tina? We adopted you from that horrible orphanage and this is the thanks we get? That was the last straw. I stormed out of the room and grabbed Steven's baseball bat, the one they bought with my money. I walked right up to the big TV in the living room, wound up, and smashed it to pieces. How's that for thanks? I dropped the bat and stormed out of the house. I went to the one place I knew I was safe, Angelo's Pizza. Angelo was closing up shop when I showed up in tears. I told him what had happened and how my parents stole all my money and he felt really bad. Here, I know you've been saving up for a car. It's yours. And he just handed me the keys to my pizza delivery car. I gave him a big hug. Thank you, thank you, thank you. He invited me to stay with his family for the night. They had a small home, but it was really nice. His wife was an amazing cook, and their son was in school to become a hairstylist. Tina, would you like a real haircut?
He worked some serious magic on my hair. I looked like a movie star and I felt like one too. Angelo's family felt so bad for me that they offered to let me live with them. They became my second adopted family, my real family. Balancing work and school wasn't easy, but I managed. I learned as much as I could about starting a business and finally got my driver's license two years later. My parents didn't come to my high school graduation. They didn't even try to contact me after I smashed the TV. Instead of going to college, I started Tina Taxi, a full-service food delivery and rideshare company like Uber and DoorDash. Tina Taxi was different because I made each ride a party and worked a pure tip system. That meant my rides were free, and if people wanted to give me money, they could. My brother heard about my new job and called for a ride. He made me drive him all over the city pretending like he was lost. Sorry, I meant to go somewhere else. So sorry. Can you go in that direction now, please? He finally got out and didn't give me any money. Instead, he poked a hole in my tire and took a bus home. I lost a whole day of business because of him. While driving one day, I saw a bunch of signs all over town that were making fun of me. One in particular read, Tina Taxi is a scam. I knew it was my idiot brother because he couldn't even spell taxi right. Take those signs down. You'll ruin everything. Buy me a new baseball bat and TV and maybe I'll take them down. Why don't I give you a job and you can buy your own? Work for you? Why would anybody ever want to work for you? I tore the signs down myself and left them on my parents' lawn. I knew Tina Taxi was a good idea, and plenty of people already wanted to work for me. I got my own apartment and decided it was time to hire more drivers. By the next year, I had 20 drivers working for me, and Tina Taxi brought in over $1 million. Soon enough, I got a call from a multi-billion dollar company that wanted to buy Tina Taxi. They offered me $2.5 billion for my company. I told them I'd only sell if they maintained my business model. Tina Taxi was always meant to help those in need. They agreed. After everything was said and done, I went back to the orphanage where my parents had adopted me all those years ago. The kids were so excited to see me. That's Tina from Tina Taxi! I want to be just like her when I grow up! You're already just like me. I used to live here when I was just a baby. They were thrilled to know I started out just like them. I donated millions of dollars to help remodel and build orphanages all over the world, but especially one in my home state of New York. I even adopted a little girl named Amira, and I promised to give her the childhood that I never had. Together, we live in a huge house outside of New York City. I never heard from my adopted parents ever again. I never heard of Steven either, so he probably never did become a famous baseball player.